0: what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of life is beautifully complex it's been a hot second (laughs) (laughs) welcome back guys um okay so we had every intention of continuing on the podcast however we both moved and it got too crazy and recording podcast episodes from different states is just kind of insane I mean, I'm, everybody does it, but... You I know just, what, I guess just this is
1: where Life is Beautifully Complex just comes in. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been like a year and a half, but you know, so now we have some good
1: content for I you. Know, right? We have so much to talk about.
0: Yeah, so much. <laughs> so much to talk about. Um. Yeah, so you moved, you went to California. Yeah. And where'd you start?
1: Oh my God, I moved to two parts of California. I went from Southern California to Northern California within... 5 months.
0: Yeah, which for anyone who doesn't know California they could be two different states basically, basically Southern California and Northern
1: California. You got like the the techies up in North California oh. and you got like the artistic people down in South California, but I moved to Irvine in September last year for like a good 5 months and then December I got a new job and moved up to Northern California for a good six months and now I'm back here (laughs) in Maine
0: yeah welcome back actually not from me because I live in Vegas you live in Vegas now (laughs) (laughs) I moved to Vegas um I didn't move again I mean I we moved from an apartment to a house but um I've been there ever since the last time that we made an episode (laughs) right after I drove across the country with my friend Morgan um packed up my little Toyota Corolla uh <laughs> I that. for the second time that year <laughs> and uh <Tea. laughs> moved my whole life across the country um with everything that I could fit in there plus my dog and I mean and Morgan <laughs> and Morgan yeah so, that's right um we drove A ridiculous amount the first night ended up in ohio and um spent the night at morgan's i think aunts and then um hung out with our friend brie and then kept driving and stayed in some hotels it was rough it was a really rough trip
1: i believe it because you had all that stuff there we
0: fell asleep in some random town in like a parking lot in colorado (laughs) because we were just so tired Listening to MGK's new album.
1: That That's the, a Well,
0: Hotel Diablo. It's not so new now, but... Right. Um, at the time. <clears throat> at the time, it was brand new. Um, yeah, so then got to Vegas, didn't even have an apartment. <laughs> Spent some time in the Cosmo, and then found an apartment. I
1: why that, because I came to visit you after you found your apartment. Yeah, uh,
0: which, it was a really nice apartment, and then... Um, It just, it was on the third floor, so it was just a little bit crazy. I remember that. Um, Going up and down those stairs. (laughs) Yeah, some serious cardio. Um, So we moved to a house. I moved to a house and um, been there ever since. But looking to come back to Maine soon.
1: Yeah. Honestly, Uh, I wouldn't even say I moved back here. I'm just doing an extended stay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're on an extended not even vacation, but it's not a
1: vacation, stay. it's just a stay here
0: mm-hmm.
1: because so much has happened. How do like, you like it? How do you like being back in Maine? It's very nostalgic mm-hmm. in a way because, like, I still know the roads, I know where right. everything is, and I'm driving everywhere, even though rip to my <laughs> 2010 <laughs> Nissan, which we'll touch upon that later. <laughs> RIP. R.I.P. Like, it's even nostalgic being back into the room that we are recording in right
0: now. (laughs) My old bedroom. Your old
1: bedroom.
0: (laughs) Old stomping ground. So many (laughs) memes.
1: I literally slept on that floor right there on my 21st birthday. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Good times. Good times. Why didn't you... Oh, Becca was sleeping in the bed. Yeah. I was like, why did I make you sleep on the floor? (laughs) Because I ended up just crashing on the floor that night. Yep. Like, I didn't want to move because I was so drunk. And yeah. I just slept. I didn't even have water. Disclaimer.
0: <laughs> um, if you're underage, don't listen. Sorry. Okay. Right?
1: This is <laughs> not 18-plus only people.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but, no, it's very nostalgic coming back here. Um, I've reconnected with a few of my old friends that I actually like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very few of those. Very few I of feel those.
1: that. I can count them all on one hand. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, other than that, I've just been super low-key. I didn't tell a lot of people that I was back here. I'm pretty sure people still don't know that I'm back here. Oh, God. And it's been seven, eight months now?
0: I have probably about four friends I can, like, think of.
1: I got two. Here. (laughs) Maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. That's fine. If you weren't here, it'd maybe just be two or one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. I haven't really hung out with anybody that's not family.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's been me for the past. Well, <clears throat> since COVID, which that's a whole other thing. Um, basically, I've been quarantined in my house in Vegas since March. Yeah. And so I've been under one roof with my
1: grandma and my mom. And that's been interesting. <laughs> say the least. I know. Being under one roof with my family again has not been the greatest, but, <laughs> you know, considering where my bedroom is, I'm kind of locked away from everybody, so yeah. it's fine. It's I still just haven't fine. been in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have been for, like, a second. For, I don't like... think I've ever been in your house. Oh, that's so weird. I've been in your driveway. That's true. That's it. I think because we always hang out here or we hung out somewhere else. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, when you, like, walk through my back door, my room is literally just hang a left, and it's right there. It's by itself? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I can sneak people, I can sneak food, (laughs) I can do anything I want in my bedroom, nobody knows.
0: See, when I was, like, a teenager, I never snuck out, I never snuck anybody in.
1: I mean, granted, I don't do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, remember the one-and-a-half friends comment? (laughs) Nobody's sneaking in.
1: Nobody's sneaking in, but I was able to, like sneak food in so nobody knows that I was just eating like I got takeout by myself. (laughs) That's always better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I always have
0: you know two or three people on my takeout orders. Yep. It's really bad for my bank account.
1: (laughs) But I always always pay back.
0: Remember when I used to buy you food at college and I'd send you like Domino's? Oh my god yeah.
1: (laughs) It happened like three times.
0: Mm -hmm. You were a starving college kid. I had to be the mom.
1: You know what? I'm still feeling like that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, so send me some food, please.
1: <laughs> Remember when I took you out for fun? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: need to go back to that place. They don't do dine-in, dude. Oh. COVID. COVID, why? Speaking hilarious. of COVID, did I ever tell you my insane flight story coming back to Maine? I feel like you did, but tell me again. Oh my god. Okay, so I literally flew back at the end of March. Mm-hmm. That was like the beginning of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like I was flying was... around then too. It was fun. I just like I had to make it back within the first week of April. Mm-hmm. And I was just coming up, so I booked my flight to Boston. And then the next day cuz the flight was one way was like 20 40 bucks
0: yeah, that's ridiculous i would have
1: just paid for my luggage and have been equal to like a whole plane ticket to like portland yeah but i got a text with an article saying that boston had high COVID cases <laughs> so i had to cancel my flight oh my gosh. and then book a new flight to portland
0: <laughs> pay extra i'm sure
1: pay extra yeah but then they kept canceling well not canceling my flight but they kept like rescheduling my flight yeah so like, You're like I this isn't going, going well i had it for one day and then i went up to the next day because i was gonna fly sunday yep but they moved me to monday when did you actually get home tuesday <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i was i went
0: to vermont in the beginning of march and it was fine flying out to uh philly and then i went up drove up Vermont Um, went skiing came back and then flying back to Vegas is when that's when I started seeing people wearing masks and Mm -hmm. gloves and which is super trippy and then got to Vegas and then Vegas shut down like maybe a week later um, we were I think one of the first cities Well, Nevada shut down um, but Vegas in particular because of all the casinos and everything, um, we were one of the first to shut down early and actually I was out at a meeting cause we had our big accreditation coming up and mm-hmm. we were prepping for it. And my clinical director at where I work was like, um, she called me and it was maybe eight o'clock at night and she said, you need to go to the store, um, go to Walmart, go to the grocery store, whatever tonight you need to stock up on food paper right. products, whatever it is, because they're closing down tomorrow. And I said, how do you know that? And she's like, oh, I, I know people at the, that know people at the CDC or the Nevada Health right. District. Yeah. She's like, you need to get food for you and your mom and your mm-hmm. grandma. So I went out and bought a whole bunch of stuff, and they shut down the next day.
1: <laughs> so. See, I was in San Francisco when all of this was starting to go down, and at first I was just like, okay, so it's just like the major cities down in like Southern California, like they're starting to like, Close shut down the COVID cases are coming and then it started coming up to San Francisco I'm like oh crap and then I started to self-isolate because my uncle is just like you know don't come to work like yeah you're gonna stay home and do work from home and I'm just like okay like everything started to become empty like the train station the buses completely empty
0: it's so bizarre isn't it It's so
1: bizarre and like the whole mask wearing thing I'm very used to it because I've been doing that since like 2015 yeah, like it's been a thing for me, so it wasn't a problem for me. But then, like everybody started wearing, and I'm just like keeping up with the news, and I'm just, like, oh crap! And then my family from here started calling me, being like, don't go out, and I'm just like, I didn't think it was really big within yeah. like the grocery stores at San Francisco. <laughs> oh my god, and <laughs> COVID. I'm no, just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just choked on my own spit. <laughs> super appealing. <laughs> see me now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cause like I had no problem buying the things that I need for myself. Right. Um, but then like I started to see like the shelves being completely empty. It was crazy. Like, it was I, crazy. I took
0: pictures when I went out that night and mm-hmm. there were so many, so many shelves empty. Mm-hmm. Um, the freezers were pretty empty. They were bringing in the paper and paper towels on pallets. Right. You had to You could only get one roll, one like whatever package. And um I didn't really think about it until everything shut down and then it became super real that this is really, really scary. Yeah. And I started to go into my anxious like panic mode and I was like, We're gonna die. Uh this is it, it's the end of the world, like who, ha- who haven't I talked to <laughs> I'm like I need to reach out to people because like I don't want to die and not have like you know connected yeah um super not a good headspace um but yeah it got really crazy um and I've worked from home since I mean I go in some occasionally but you know we work with young people and uh it's a vulnerable population yeah. so I don't
1: well, I that's funny Just a month before the COVID shutdown, I was in LA for a concert (sighs) with my best friend. That sucks. That's so weird to me. Yeah, that was the last concert I went to too.
0: Yeah, I had uh, Halsey tickets for August in um, in California, and she postponed her whole uh, tour till yeah. I had concert
1: tickets for another K-pop group for June got canceled and got a refund yeah
0: it's so bad that all my friends in the music industry and touring industry are just struggling so badly right now right and it's it just shows no sign of going away right. especially with this president sorry not to get political but like fuck trump <laughs> like, you're not wrong though <laughs> like uh f trump whatever <laughs> 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 just beat that out um but really though, like with the election coming up, or probably just isolated a whole bunch of people, but, um, with the election coming up, it's just like, what the hell is going on?
1: That like, and this that, that's all we see lately.
0: I know. I know. It sucks. But so other than obviously like everyone's impending doom and, you know, <laughs> moving across the country, what else have you been up to? Um. Any juicy
1: gossip? No, not so juicy, to be quite honest. Honestly, my life has been boring. All I do is just work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went back to Starbucks. What's up, fam? <laughs> S-Bucks fam. S-Bucks fam. Um, which was kind of made me like feel relieved that I was able to still get a job in yeah. this COVID life. Um, They welcomed me back because I went back to my old store. Mm-hmm. And um, I also started really pursuing my dream in the film videography industry with my team that I had here and also we're called Skytona. Yeah, let's do a plug. (laughs) What are your socials? It's all Skytona. How do you spell it? S-K-Y-T-O-N-A. They just put out a
0: sick music video.
1: Yeah, music video. We've done two weddings and then we just did a promo for um, Kenny Bump too
0: yeah that's awesome,
1: yeah so we've been really grinding on our videos lately, and we just do a lot of videography and editing for people, mm-hmm. and we're just hoping to hit it big one day because like nobody's doing it like us around this area, yeah, like people can try, but like it's not gonna be as high production value right with the way that we charge people and what we give them, yeah you, know, you guys do really good work, quality over quantity yeah. for us, yeah and yeah, we awesome. like, established that years ago and now we're just basically putting together our team and everything and just straight grinding at this point.
0: You guys have a drone, you've got all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, we got two new cam. We got one new camera though to match the one that we already have which is the Lumix GH5. Mm-hmm. Then we got a drone, we got two stabilizers. Uh, he has the Ronin and I have my
0: It's the heat kicking on, you know, these old houses. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Um, And I have my Xion Crane that I've been using since senior year of college.
0: Yeah, I remember it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. You're doing a lot of cool stuff. I'm not doing things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Creatively. Well, actually, so nobody knows this, really, but I started writing. I'm like a huge fan of poetry and instagram poets yeah um i really really just love uh the work of um like atticus and mark anthony and obviously i'm a massive shakespeare fan
1: right
0: um he's not an instagram poet but (laughs) you
1: know (laughs) he might as well be at this point um
0: but so i started an instagram and i've been putting out my poetry on on it. Nobody knows.
1: <laughs> I know. You didn't even tell me. I don't know about this.
0: <laughs> I put it. I like sneakily put it in my bio of my Instagram.
1: God, don't take bios. Don't worry. I,
0: I think I took the podcast out because I was like, <gasps> when are we going to do this again? I don't know. <laughs> now. We're doing
1: it now. <laughs> I know. I have to
0: put it back. Um, Maybe I did. I don't know. But yeah. So I. It's just A. Adler poetry.
1: I love that for you, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really. I'm. Huge into poetry. I started probably, um, it's like a month or two ago. I just, I was in this headspace of, um, w- with coronavirus and being stuck in the house, and you kind of like, you're forced to be with your own thoughts and like, right. you know, because I didn't want to be with my family 24 7, so I just be in my room and, you know, was watching a lot of Netflix and, mm-hmm. Which is also a huge outlet for me. I really like film and I really like television, not for the, um, mindlessness of it. Like, I really, really like to enjoy a good film or a good TV show for the writing, for the cinematography. Um,
1: Literally, that's how I feel. Like, I cannot watch a TV show or film the same anymore, like, how i used to after learning the things that I did in college.
0: I can't watch uh like slapsticky st- like um I I can't stand like The Office. No. Not and anymore. I mean the writing I think is I I've never actually like sat down and tried to watch it, but <clears throat> just from what I've seen, I know it like comedic writing is I do enjoy it, but I like it when it's just um it's subtle. It's subtle they throw it in like the show that I'm I love right now Wynona or um they like throw that they'll throw in a pop culture reference or um a play on words and that's the type of comedy I like I don't like and then on the the other side of the spectrum I don't like super sappy like this is us I don't like I can't can't do that so like I, I know so many people love that show and like they love the um the way that it pulls emotions yeah which, I'm like, I am already sensitive and emotional <laughs> enough. I do not need this on top of that. It's, See, like, super
1: heavy. Yeah. Um, I think it just doesn't fit well with our, like, personalities either to have something like that. And It's it's great writing. Right. The writing
0: is super good. Exactly. And the way it's filmed is really good.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just too much. It's not. Yeah. Um, it I also know. feels really predictable sometimes. That's why
1: I don't watch any of those. Yeah.
0: Um, which for is intent, weird, like. Good.
1: Like, I say that,
0: but yeah,
1: <laughs> <you> I watch. <laughs> I watch K dramas, which are so predictable, and I still watch them. What's
0: that comedy? What's that show we you made me watch? Um, Busted. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: god. It's so weird. It's so funny though. Like, it you is have funny. Have to understand like.
0: I can't watch, aside from that, like reality TV shows. Oh no! Except for do ca- I do like Catfish. I think it's a good show. Yeah. Um, I don't think I watch any other reality shows. No. But I'm, like, a big, like, Law & Order fan. And, yeah. You know, but I...
1: It's just, like, the little, like, things in here that they have in, like, different TV shows and different movies that, that you find and you like it. Yeah. So you'll stick with it. It's,
0: like, Riverdale. I really love the way Riverdale is filmed. Um, the coloring
1: mm-hmm.
0: on that is incredible.
1: I've only seen, like, screen caps. I never really watched Riverdale
0: you should watch just the, um, even if you just watched the intro, the pilot episode, Mm -hmm. um, the intro to the pilot episode, you will love the lighting and the coloring on it. It's unreal. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like I was doing that a lot. I was watching a lot of film, a lot of TV. Um, and then I started to be like, you know what, this is, even though I'm doing it for a reason that's fitting for myself, I don't think this is a good thing for my mental health. Um, so I started reading a lot of poetry, doing a lot of meditation and yoga and trying to really take on some self care activities. Um, so I was like, you know what? I love poetry so much and I have a lot in my head. Um, so I started writing and I just downloaded an app, um, that you could just write, jot down things so it wasn't all in my notes. Right. And um, I started posting it, and it got, like, people, like, s- they like it. They seem to respond well, even though I didn't tell anybody. Um, <laughs>
1: that the, the unopinion like, there's yeah, no bias.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the poetry community on Instagram is really nice. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that, and I really like it. And um, what else have I, what was I doing during COVID? Lots, lots of meditation. I did a lot of meditation yeah. because um, I just felt more centered. Doing a lot of hikes, um, then came to me, and didn't do any of it. So you know. Yeah,
1: which is funny because everybody's just like, "Oh my God, I'm in like self isolation. I'm going to work on myself and mm-hmm. like find that like me, like that center. You know, yeah. and then, like really find yourself when you're in this zone of being alone and just." sheltering away. Yeah. I was the complete opposite. (laughs) I went through mental breakdowns more than once in one day. Oh, I did that too. That's right. But like it went on for like weeks. Yeah. And everybody thought I was mad at them. Everybody (laughs) thought that like there was something wrong. Like something was going on in my head. I'm like, yeah, something's going on in my head. I'm tired. I was overworked. I wasn't sleeping right. So it just went on to my like mental health and Mm -hmm. then just everything went downhill and like I stopped working out and if you know me personally I was on a workout grind ever since (laughs) I moved I went from 180 to 135 yeah that's within like six months because I like went on a diet I went keto I just did all of this and then like Everything just went... I went down on a spiral. Yeah. And everybody thought and assumed the worst of me. Yeah. But they didn't really ask what was wrong.
0: That happens so much when... Because mental health is so... Such a silent... Sometimes, um... Like, even... There's definitely, like, physical attributes to Mm -hmm. declining mental health, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: However, you're suffering silently, and... Sometimes people can't pick up on the cue, you know. Like, if you're if, not like, oh, I'm I broke my leg, so I'm in a lot of pain, you know. Like, that's they can pick up on that, but when right. you're struggling with your mental health, it's um, it's pe- just, people just have it was hard men-
1: because like I could talk to anybody else about it, but like trying to tell my family what was going on was just really difficult for me because it just didn't feel like they would have helped in the way that I was looking for. Yeah, that you And that was right for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was being short because I was tired because I wasn't sleeping well. Right. And then they were just like, why are you so angry? Like, why aren't you sleeping well? And just like, it's because like, there's a lot of things going in my mind. But like, they just dismissed it after that thinking that like, oh, maybe you just need sleep. Right. You know, and then like just moving back here didn't help. Until I started working and then surrounding myself with the one person that, like, I truly connected with while I was here.
0: Yeah. I feel like I, I definitely got a gym membership during
1: coronavirus. That <laughs> another I used, one?
0: Another one. Um, which, for me, it's really hard to motivate myself to go to the gym. Um, so yeah. I started doing things in the morning, working out at home, mm-hmm. um, and setting aside time. So I, I always wake up an hour earlier than everyone else in my house. So mm-hmm. I'd take that time to drink my tea or coffee, um, a lot of water and, uh, meditate, do yoga. Um, a little bit of cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, once it gets cooler out there, I'll start running. Um, but I think for me, like the first half of of this, of isolating and um, quarantining. I was definitely like that. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I was really depressed, um, really scared. Um, You know, I was seeing a therapist because I was just so in my head. Right. Um, And again, going down that like, oh my God, you know, the world is ending feeling and who like, I should, uh, I should have done better by, so-and-so, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, I think making that change to start doing self-care activities and really taking that time for myself instead of working 16 hours a day and not taking a second, Yeah. I made it a point to get dressed every day, you know, take a shower, whatever yeah. it was, um, be outside as much as possible. Right. Um, And eat healthier and just feel better. Even though I still don't sleep, I'm just really bad at sleeping. But, um, you know, other things shaped up in my life. Like, my mental health and my my mood definitely shifted by doing that.
1: I guess it's just, it's hard for me because when I'm living with my family and I try to do things for myself, they like to make it into a joke (sighs) and try to, like, judge it in a way that, like oh, this might not hurt Serena's feelings because she's so, like, hard-headed and she's not going to take it personally. So, like, they they will say something. And yeah. I'm just like, why would you say that? And then it just causes an argument. It's all, mostly mainly between me and my sisters. Yeah. It's just... They just don't get it. <laughs> and I just wish that I had the habits that I have had when I was in California brought to me with Maine. But, like, yeah. I was working out at a gym.
0: Right. You can't I, do that
1: can't do i mean i can but like i refuse to yeah like planet fitness is open but like i refuse to go to planet fitness yeah and they're still taking ten dollars out of my account
0: (laughs) they're still (laughs) trying to take ten dollars out of my account they have an old card sorry Um, planet fitness
1: yikes but i mean i have the ring fit for the switch and it does give me like that serotonin of working out Mm -hmm. but like i just don't have the space for it yeah And then, like, if I work out in, like, my living room or something, that's when the comments come in or, like... Yeah. They're just, like, being nosy and just, like, let me... And you haven't been... You haven't been dancing. Yeah, because I don't have the room for it. Yeah. Because, like, like, again, if I do it in the living room, people are there and they get in the way or they're nosy and they're judgmental and then there's no space in my room in which i'm trying to create that space so I'm, like, right. I'm trying to switch out my bed or like move it so i have like a more longer space or there's another room that's next to mine that i just want to throw all the junk out <laughs> and just make it my dance room why don't you do it because there's just so much i don't know what to do with like there's like this <laughs> old like workout ab machine in there i just don't know where to throw it and <laughs> sell I... it put it on
0: facebook marketplace
1: Oh, man, that thing's so old. I think it's broken. Well. <laughs> oh, have somebody come get it. Probably. But there's yeah. just so much stuff that's, like, not even mine or, like, not even belonging to anybody in the house that's still in there. Yeah. And I just want to throw everything out, but everybody's, like, so, like, ugh about it. Like, you know, they just want to, like, <laughs> nitpick and be like, no, we might need that or, like, oh, that's somebody else. you got to save it for them. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I want to put a whole wall full of mirrors in there. <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. You should do it. That's a DIY project
0: and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i definitely, when I moved to Vegas, I took on some new um, things. Like, I, when I was here in Maine, well, it's not fair to say because I had just gotten out of a relationship and then, like, very quickly... Uh, got into a new job and like set off on this path for myself that, um, of just like self-healing and Mm -hmm. self-care and, um, which was really, really good. Um, you know, I know I talk, talked about that, uh, relationship as having been, um, a really bad thing. However, looking back on it, um what became of my life after, um, and what that taught me was that you should never, uh, give up on yourself for another person. Um, and to just like, you need to really know who you are and like have a good foundation and a good sense of, um, you know, self-image and self-worth and all of that before you can get into a relationship with somebody. And so I just set off on this journey to, um, not feel that way again and to, to learn about who I am as a person Mm -hmm. and what I am able to give and, um, what I want because I didn't know that before. I, I didn't have, like, I had goals and had dreams, but I didn't think they were important enough to, um, to pursue or to even put them first and foremost, yeah because I thought a relationship should be priority. And that is so incredibly wrong. (laughs) You know, like when you're still figuring yourself out, your dreams and your goals and, um, you know, things you want for yourself, it should never go on the back burner. Yeah,
1: like it gets lost.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it shouldn't. Right. Um, or you should be in a, rela- you know, should, you should always be in a relationship that's supportive and um, supportive of your, your personal growth, supportive of growth within the uh, relationship, yeah. um, whatever it is, and support each other's um, dreams and goals and things like that. Um, so that journey for me afterwards, um, it was really hard and eye opening
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's so easy to play to blame everything on the other person oh,
1: yeah. as to why
0: your relationship didn't work out. And it's so it was so easy for me to make her the villain of the story. Yeah. Um Which is not something I'm proud of at all. Um, We both did things that were not great. We are both in not great parts of our lives. We both didn't have um, self-confidence, self-worth. You know, we... More
1: like a direction
0: of where you wanted to go. Right. It was just like relationship or bust. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Yeah. And um, like... So I learned a lot about myself and a lot about my contribution, Mm -hmm. uh, to the relationship and to the breakdown. Um, and that's a tough pill to swallow, you know, because you have to really do some soul searching and really look at yourself, like put shine the light on your own, um, issues Mm -hmm. and it's hard. It's, it's really hard. It's hard to admit fault and um you kind of get to a point where you're like, damn, like I I contributed to that negatively or whatever it is. You know, so then because I made myself the victim in that situation, it puts a bad taste in other people's mouths because you know, of that other person. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? Um so on that note, I'm talking to my ex again, <laughs> but, um,
1: yeah. Can you talk about that phone call that one day no, you're like, Hey, so no. I'm driving up. Yeah. I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been really good. And, um, I mean, obviously there's no, like, I don't know what the outcome is, long term, because you just never know. But I do have to say that reconnecting with her um, has been extremely positive. Um, there there was definitely some moments of, and still, like moments of fear
1: yeah.
0: and um, old tapes running in my head that I'm trying to kind of work through. Right. Um, but overall, it's been a really positive... Thing Which be, is
1: really good for you.
0: Because I was having all these nightmares before um, because of that unsettled um, feeling I had. And that, yeah. um, you know, like within myself and how everything went down.
1: There was like no sense of closure in a way for you.
0: Right. Um, I think that's where
1: it came from. Right.
0: And so it's been really positive. Um, like, you know, obviously... People are going to think otherwise. Um, but good thing I'm my own person and hey, I can and control as, myself. As
1: long as you know what you're doing, we're fine. Yeah.
0: Um, but so and then of course, like after we reconnected, I started seeing all these Instagram memes that are like, <laughs> don't contact your ex during quarantine. And I was like, oh, damn it. Um, but so I, I don't know. I just, it just goes to show you like in the midst of all this chaos and crazy, um, even when during the breakup and all that, like I was able to, and this shows like other people, you can make something good out of something really bad. And we hadn't connected in over a year and a half, you know, like a year and whatever. And then it was like we both were able to kind of stay our peace and reconnect on a different level, and we we're both at different places in our lives right now. Um, and so, you know, mending that mending that relationship or, or friendship, whatever it becomes, um, you know, is was super important to me because she was such a huge part of my life. And I hated the fact and, – and I – I say this about anybody, even if it's a friend, you know, there's some friends that I lost and that it's better off that way. You know, I don't feel that sense of needing to reconnect. Right. Um, But with her and other people, you know, it's, I just felt like I needed to like mend it. And because I was a better person and it could have been like, it could have been a completely different, different situation. You know, she could have been like, fuck you, like whatever, you know, but I just felt this immense need to, um, say my piece and, um, figure it out. And it's been a really good um, response response and, and journey now with the two of us figuring out where we are and, You know, I have um, massive, massive goals and dreams that I'm not willing to put on the back burner for anyone. And that's something that I learned in my journey. Which is good. Yeah. And so that, you know, as, uh, you know, everyone should, they Mm -hmm. should put that first and foremost and um, connect with themselves first. And that's why I was able to. Reconnect again because I connected with myself and I figured out who I was and I'm still learning and still Figuring it out still trying to you know Navigate this craziness Um, But I have some pretty concrete goals, you know to to have a baby to um, Open a treatment center in Maine to you know buy a house or build a house Mm -hmm. like those are all things that I have in my um, You know three to five year plan (laughs) and that was never who I was before, and I think that I felt all this chaos and turmoil inside because I didn't have um, a goal. Right. I was just kind of coasting and being a yes man. it like, like was just, more
1: like short-term rather yeah, than long-term. Exactly.
0: I was just like bouncing from one thing to the next and not focused on what I wanted to do or looking at the future. Mm-hmm. And now I'm able to do that with a clearer head. And hopefully, um, you know, whoever... I end up with if I do I'll be able to give to that relationship in a positive way and not compromise myself again. Yeah. Um so it's just it's been good. Um obviously there's going to be bumps in the road and um but I think that even though quarantine and covid's been really insane this year has taught me a lot about myself um as did the year before. Yeah. And it's given me some clarity on, because at any moment it could just be taken away. Yeah. So I was like, I really need to do something now and figure this out now
1: right. and, um, you know, make something positive of the crazy. God, thing. if my ex ever contacted me again, <laughs> that would not be a positive response. <laughs> <laughs> Your ex, though, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> A little bit what? on the crazy scale. <laughs> God, she messaged me one day. She didn't say anything besides my name. Like thinking I was going to respond. All I saw was just Sabrina. Sabrina. That's it. Nothing else. So I just left her on read. That's it on <laughs> it. Left it there. Never replied back. Oh, anything God. deleted the message.
0: I had, um, so I had tried to reconnect with, uh, my friend who was my best friend prior to being in the relationship. She hated my ex. Like she was really, really bad. Um, I had tried to reconnect with her, um, when I had moved back home, um, right after my breakup. And she like acted like I was the devil reincarnate. Like, um, very like unforgiving of anything I had ever done um mm. but we were talking like we hung out a couple times and then I got this message that was just like ridiculous and she's like I'm not saying we don't need to be friends but I can't forgive you for everything you did and I'm like what I was already like broken so I'm like I'm so sorry I don't know what I did but I'm sorry like if it was x y and z I'm sorry for that um and then uh we didn't talk, and then I had reached out to her during warp Tour to see if she had somebody she wanted me to put up on our wall mm-hmm. um, of people that we had lost, and it was super fine. Yeah. And then I was out in Vegas with Morgan and um, the guy that she's like obsessed with um, was out there, and I'm friends with him on Snapchat and Instagram or whatever. Right. And I was like, Oh my god, you're you're out here like that's so crazy. I'm with my friend Morgan. You'd really like her. I think you guys would really hit it off. As, like, whatever, friends. I yeah. don't care. I got the nastiest message oh, from my no. ex-friend. And it was just, like, we ha- we laughed at you about this. And, like, you don't have any friends. Just, like, this just unnecessary, angry message. And I didn't respond. I just blocked her. I took a screenshot of the message <laughs> and sent it to the guy. And he was, like, yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, like... That's not. And so it's just... And then come to find out some other things after I found out about her. So, um, we're not gonna do that on the podcast, but, um, yeah, it, so I definitely lost people. Yeah. But those are the people that you, when you figure out who you are, you know, that reconnecting with them is only toxic. Yeah. Um, so your ex is one of those people. (laughs) Um, she would not probably be a good. No reconnection story
1: I don't even want to think about reconnecting <laughs> oh
0: when I moved to Vegas I got a stalker
1: oh my god <laughs> that's a whole nother story actually. I know I know
0: <laughs> we will have to talk about that on another episode
1: yeah
0: although I don't even know us thinking about it because we talked about this the other day I don't know if I would want to even utter her name on any public site for fear of like continued Stalking. stalking yeah yeah I, I wouldn't but I mean I did gain a good friend out of it because of the other girl that she was stalking
1: <laughs> it's just a chain of stalking shout out
0: to Sarah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was bad but I mean other than that anything else new
1: mm, not really I mean people have tried to like reconnect with me but I just refuse to because they aren't gonna help me in any way yeah, grow in life. Self care. Yep, and I've just made friends, like a lifetime friend, mm-hmm. um, these past couple of months, because we found out that we're basically almost the same person, <laughs> and we have like the same interests, and we just connected with each other, and now we just, she's the other person that I hang out, yeah, the most with, at this point, and then. Nothing's going on in my love life. I was gonna say anything on the
0: love life horizon? <laughs>
1: no, actually, um, I went on a date when I was living in SoCal. Yep. It went well, but then I moved out to San Francisco, so that was just history. Um, there's that one dude that I met when I was visiting you. Oh, yeah. At what, what was it? Stevie Oki. <laughs> yeah, we were Stevie Oki, but what club was it? Omnia. Omnia. Yeah. Um,
0: let Okay. Let me just put this out. So Sabrina came to visit me. I'm a super like, stay at home. I don't want to leave. I certainly don't want to go to a club. And, no. <laughs> and like, I was like, you know what? Sabrina's in town. Like, let's.
1: But like, I, see, the thing is, like, because <laughs> of the way that we are, I would have been chilled.
0: Like, chill with
1: anything. Like, we could have just stayed at home, watch a movie like we always do. I know just be us, but then like something came up and we were like, okay, we need a night out. I know, Sabrina, see Voki. I know you love them for free. Yeah, we got in like like, yeah.
0: It was but okay if you don't know Vegas, so you can go to basically any show, any any DJ set, any um, club event for free. Um, you just have to reach out to promoters or just walk through a hotel and catch a promoter's eye. Um, I have a stack of promoter cards from walking through Vegas. Um, they will get, do anything to get, uh, females plus if you're good looking, uh, into a club. They Mm -hmm. like to stack them with females, um, which is super sexist and like, whatever. Which miss. is so
1: funny because after I posted about Stevie Oki then I, some promoter jumped into my DMs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They do that. I have, I have so many. Um, so I saw that Stevie, but then, okay. So, so you go and you get on their list. Um, the catch is, is that you have to be there at like nine o'clock doors open at 10 or whatever. And, the show doesn't start till, like, 1 or 2 a.m. Yeah. So you have to be inside, um, and you can't buy drinks in there more than one because they're, like, 20-something dollars. Your drink was, like, it was Maybe. 20-something. Yeah, it was 20-something.
1: <laughs> and Actually, it was close to 20. It was, like, a little bit under 20 because, like, I got a... What'd you get? It was, like, just some... Was okay. it was it a cranberry vodka? Yeah, it was some basic drink that like you <laughs> you're know, like this is gonna cheap. be cheap. Nope. No, I knew it wasn't gonna be cheap. It was so bad. It was so bad, but like, I've had that experience. Now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was like, okay, Steve Aoki's here. Uh, little did I know after the fact that my mom knew somebody that knew Steve Aoki. We could have been on stage, but <laughs> I know, I know, weird world. Oh my um, God. So I got on. That's I time. hooked up with this promoter. Uh, we got on the list and. We went to Steve Aoki at like nine something at night. Yeah. Got inside. There's like multiple club rooms. They usher you around until you get to the main club room. And then you're in a packed little room. Yeah. And there are literally thousands in there <laughs> uh, just packed in like sardines. And I have serious social anxiety. I do don't like being around a whole lot of people. And we were in there. I was not drinking. Um, and just listening to this like mind numbing <laughs> DJ music uh, prior Steve, to Steve yeah. Aoki.
1: That was so bad. And then it, I had that one guy trying to dance next to me that didn't know how to dance. And all yes. I did was just laugh.
0: I had the guy that jumped onto my ankle. Oh my God. I remember it was that. so painful. I had the worst shoes on. Because you don't, you dress up to go out. I was in Vegas. wearing your shoes. Yeah, um, so I'm like, oh my god! Like the lights are giving me like an aneurysm, and the music is just killing my head. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, it's like yes. this is insane. But then Steve Aoki came on. He was a super good. Oh um, he put on an amazing set. It was my second time seeing him because he played at my spring fling. Right, and this guy oh. rolled up next to Sabrina, and he was super good looking, super tall, so and they danced the night away. And I snapped some photos and some video. And um, it ended. I up... was stupid, <laughs> and she didn't get his number. I was stupid. <laughs> he was there by himself.
1: He was, but like weird. He, it was weird because it seemed like he wasn't. Because there was just a group of people that just swarmed up to the front. Yeah, and I thought he was with them, but he wasn't. And then he was with us. <laughs> and then he was with us. And I was like, "Why was I so stupid?" He was super cute. Like I would have gone home with him. <laughs>
0: He was really nice, too. He was, like, he was wearing, like, a button-up. Yeah. Oh God, I was, like, so super, good. like, wingman, tried to, like, you know, make that happen. But, it, okay. so, yeah. So, Steve Aiku was really fun. And, um, I probably wouldn't do it again. But, but. unless I was on stage. Yes. Um. But it was an experience yeah. and that's Vegas in a nutshell. That's like the one time I've gone out <laughs> since See, the moving thing there. Is, I love well, concerts, the country I... bar. I True. like the country bar.
1: I go to concerts, I do all this, I do like it, but I also have like major social anxiety that like I will get a panic attack in the middle of a set. <laughs> yeah. And it's happened before. Then but I'm then you're just like, let's go. <laughs> but like sometimes like because when I'm at a concert I just push through it and just like this is so bad for me, this is yeah. so bad for me, but I'm just gonna keep going. And, like, that almost happened at Steve Aoki. I was like, <laughs> almost so ready to bounce. Yep. But then I was just, like, I don't know. This is, like, my one and only experience right now. Yeah. In Vegas. It's good to live in the moment. So I was just going to, like... Did we
0: bring you the country bar to Stoney's? Did we end up going? I don't know. No, remember.
1: because I was there for maybe half a week, and I was willing to stay longer. But then I was just, like... I gotta
0: get back. <laughs> yeah. I really... That's a that's a cool part. They have, like, the best tacos. I believe it. Really, really good. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, it's been fun. I mean, I definitely did a lot more before COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of just walking around the casinos and the, you know, the hotels. I brought uh, my friend Cassidy and Karen. They came out uh, to Vegas. And we were actually going to go to um, Chain Smokers, I think.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And... We went out to dinner, super bougie, at Top of the World, like, dressed up. It was super nice. I
1: think I saw those
0: photos. Oh, my gosh. It was so amazing. And then we got to the Strip, and it was, like, 10 o'clock, and we were, like, we are old and tired, and we're not <laughs> going to see the chains book or whatever, whoever it was. Right. It was, oh, no, it was Zed. Oh, um, Zed.
1: Oh, I love Zed. And
0: I was, like, as much as I'd love to hear the, like, one or two songs that I know by him, I think we should
1: bounce
0: um so we did and we went home and it was still fun mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't do a whole lot of going out in vegas um unless friends are in town yeah but,
1: um i'm the same way though like i don't go anywhere unless i'm going with a friend yeah unless it's a k-pop concert and then, then you don't story. care i will go by myself
0: i'd go to taylor swift by myself yeah or halsey even maybe
1: but now there's like a list of djs that i like i want to see because i've always want to go to a rave mm-hmm. but now i've just been simping for no reason, yeah, and I've just been listening to all of like this e d m along with like my other music, that I'm just like, I want to see these artists, yeah,
0: it is fun it's because a it's a to before, yeah, it's a good time, I do I did like it after the fact, <laughs> I was like Steve that was, Aoki again, yeah, I was like, that was a good time,
1: yeah,
0: once I was in bed, I was like, you know,
1: yo, we, I don't we regret left. that." <laughs> my ears were ringing i couldn't hear a thing i don't think i could hear for days but no we were super close yeah Uh,
0: yeah we that's another thing we were literally like at the front with all the drunk people and um yeah with the lights and the sounds and it was really crazy yeah so but yeah on that note i mean i think we've updated
1: i think that's a good update
0: everybody on the life changes um Hopefully we'll record another podcast while I'm home, and maybe we'll talk about The Stalker. Not sure, though. Still hesitant. Um, But yeah, so, I mean, we don't have any type of schedule for this, but wanted to give you guys an update on what we've been doing. Um, Kind of, oh, actually, the next podcast we do will be after the election, so maybe we'll have some good news. Oh,
1: yeah, maybe. And we
0: can talk about it. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's going to be in a massive depression for, like... We're just going to sit here and just in silence and and cry and cry. That's it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, look for an update soon. Hopefully, um, I'm not going to promise any (laughs) consistency, consistency but happy to be doing this again. Yeah. It's good for us, I think. So we will, uh, catch you guys up maybe next
1: week. Maybe after this, who knows? Maybe. I hope so. All right. All right. See you guys later.
0: See ya.